stand up. You just had a mighty, mighty move of God. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We magnify you, God, with the fruit of our lips. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be what? Glad in it. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Come on and lift up your hands. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Father, we bless you in this place. Father, we thank you for the move of your Holy Spirit. Even now, we thank you for your breath, Lord God, that has moved about this place. Oh, God, we thank you for your spirit, Father God, which refreshes us, Father. Hallelujah. You breathe the breath of life into your people. As the praise and worship was saying, breathe. Lord God, you breathe upon your people. Come on, lift up your hands and receive him. Hallelujah. This is his service. And as the apostle said, if the Holy Spirit isn't in the service, what are we doing? Why are we here? Lord, we bless you. Come on and just lift up your hands. I just love to praise God. I bless him. I thank him for allowing us to come before his presence just one more time. I thank him for giving his son up for us to have a chance to the tree of life. One more time. Hallelujah. To get it right. Amen. Amen. I praise God on today. And I thank him for my life. <laughs> I thank him for the Holy Spirit that's in me. I thank him for praying for me. I thank him for opening my eyes of understanding. Being conscious of him daily. So that I'm not walking dead. That I'm not the walking dead. Earlier in the year, we were learning about knowing thyself. And if you're not conscious of God and the things that he's doing in the realm of the spirit, you're a walking dead person. You have no concept of where you will spend eternity. You have no concept of the price that was paid just so that you can even walk over the threshold today. Hallelujah. Don't be walking dead. Those that you're associated with, those that you live with, should always feel the presence of God come in the room. When the, when the word says the kingdom of heaven has arrived, that should be you and that breath of life that is dwelling in you. Amen? Amen. Don't be a walking dead person. That's not the title of this sermon. Amen. But that just came up. Amen. I give honor to God as always. I give honor to Apostle Suzanne Howard uh, and First Gentleman Howard and the First Family. I praise the Lord for my peers, Executive Pastor Tangie, Pastor Kareem, hallelujah, the host of elders, ministers and ADTs, every member of the Apostles House, every visitor, hallelujah, every youth. I praise God for you. Because, you know, pastors wouldn't have a job if there weren't people to talk to. So thank you. I understand my assignment. 
that I'm here to bring new life and good news. That I'm here to make sure Jesus stays alive in your heart by pointing him out in every aspect of your life. Whether it's in a relationship, whether it's in singleness, whether it's in marriage, hallelujah, on your job. It is pastor's job to regulate you, to stabilize you, to help you become mended, to allow deliverance to have free reign in your life. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to know who you are. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't claim to know everything about myself but I'm continuing to know myself better. And I thank the Lord for allowing my pastor, Apostle Howard, to bring that to my attention. And as the years had started out, that theme of knowing myself has been resonating in my brain. It's been causing me to stand still and look at what I think about what I think about. And the reasons why I think about it. We learned in the beginning of the year that about being self-aware. And it's my ability to be conscious. To be conscious about myself as well as my surroundings. Uh, that I'm, uh, I ought to look internally to the filters and make sense of those filters that are in my life. Um, um, that uh, what I think, what I believe, what I sense is a reflection of what may be already dwelling within me right? My life experiences, my beliefs, virtues, assumptions, biases, fears, and expectations all influence my life. And the only one that can change the trajectory of your life is God and the Holy Spirit dwelling within you. So that's one way you can know yourself. Amen. Come with me to James. I just want to just chit chat for you. No, I don't want to chit chat. I'm going to talk to you about self-deception because a lot of times the reason why we don't come to church or the reason why we stay away from church is because we're, we're beginning to self-deceive ourselves. When this hit me in January, I think it was day, I know exactly the day, day 26 of Soul Detox. When it hit me, I was sitting behind the computer screen. I I pull, push my chair back, and I said, I'm deceiving myself. I've deceived myself throughout my life in various circumstances. I deceived myself when I was single and thinking that I could change people. I thought that I could deceive myself in choosing the man that I was supposed to marry. I thought I could deceive myself um, um, in my relationship with my own mother. I thought I could deceive myself in my relationship with my former church. I thought I could deceive myself by coming to church, hearing the word, and not doing it. So come with me. And at every point in somebody's life, they deceive themselves. There's a whole lot of deceivers out there. There's a whole lot of spirits out there that are waiting to stir you off the course that God has for you. Amen. But the worst kind of deceiver is the one you do to yourself. The one you do to yourself. We are given every opportunity, every opportunity to get it right with God. Now, I'm not talking about when you don't know something. 
I'm talking about when you're well-informed. You have all the information. You know where to get more information if you don't have the full understanding. And yet you still choose to go down a different road. You still choose to choose another path. You still choose to go against the grain instead of with the grain. You still choose to kick against the pricks. You still choose to even straddle the fence when you know what to do is right. Amen? All right, come with me to James, the first chapter. I'm going to start at 22. I'm in the New Living Translation. <laughs> that right there, I had a, yeah, yeah, the New Living. Say amen when you have it. And if somebody doesn't have a Bible next to them, come on, you know, let them share it with you. All right? James, the first chapter, starting at the 22nd verse. But don't listen to God's words. Don't just, don't just listen to God's word. Don't just listen to God's word. When we hear God's word, sometimes it can just roll off your back. Don't just listen to it. Be intentive. Be intentional when you hear the word of God. You didn't just come here just to be coming here. Amen? There's a reason for you to be in the house of God. There's a reason for you to, uh, to not neglect the gathering of yourself together. There's a reason that God is speaking a certain word at a certain time on a certain day for a certain purpose. He's intentional, amen? So don't just listen to God's word. You must also do what? What it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. In other words, you're deceiving yourself. If you listen to his word and then go about life as if you heard nothing. As if you don't know what direction to take. As if you don't know you're supposed to go to that man's house that Saturday night. As if you don't know you're not supposed to pick up that bottle continuously and drink yourself into oblivion. As if you don't know that you're supposed to take care of your physical body. It's all in the word. Yet we struggle with it. Not only do we struggle with it today, they were struggling with it in the Old Testament. They had the word walking among them. The word was with them. And all they could see was being saved from their social injustice, from their culture, from their nation. And they didn't realize the importance of having the word in their life was for their soul. Hallelujah. So don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourself. Verse 23, for if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, then walk away. And once you walk away, you forget what you look like. What happens when we look at the mirror? 
I'm looking at the mirror. I could be standing a distance. Right? Or if I really want to see if there's a threat out of place or a lint, I'm going to get closer. And I'm going to look in that mirror and I'm going to be... I'm going to be studying myself because I know what I'm supposed to look like. And I don't want to be out of order. I don't want to be made fun of. I don't want to be out of step. I want to be the way I'm supposed to be. I'm getting to know myself. Amen. So it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. Verse 24, you see yourself and then walk away and forget what you look like. There's been plenty of times where uh, you, you may look in the mirror and you turn around and you forget something. You, it's, it's like blind. there's blinders on. You don't see everything at once. You could be rushing. You could have other things on your mind. You could, be, you could have other plans in place. And you're not really paying that close of attention to what's, what's going on with you. And when you walk away, you forget. And sometimes you do see it. Sometimes you see it. But you want to dismiss it. Hence deception. You know it shouldn't be hanging there. But you walk away. Because either it causes trauma in your mind, it's too hard, fear begins to well up in you, anxiety comes, because now if you see it and you're looking at it, you have to confront it. You have to address the issue. You no longer can be blinded to it because it's in your face. But when we want to deceive ourselves in how we behave and how we care about ourselves or how we treat our brothers and sisters, you know the word says to watch your mouth, basically. But we can think nothing of it that when somebody does something to us, we tear them down with our words. When the word says to uh, husbands, love your wives. And we want to jam them up. Yoke them up. Plenty of times the word has taken me and said, get it together. Get it together. God's purpose for having his word come into your life is so that you can get it right. So that you can hit the bullseye each and every time. So that you can be a better version of you. Not that version that sees what's wrong and turns your back on it. Don't just listen to the word, but also apply it to your lives. Apply it to every situation. Apply it to every circumstance. Even when it's hard. Even when it's hard. There's, nobody likes to, uh, 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 for people to point out the bad in them. Nobody wants that. But I'd rather see the bad in me first. <laughs> and try to get it right and be directed to the who the Lord has placed in my life to help me see it better. Amen? All right, let's keep going. Verse 25. But if you carefully 
Look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free. And if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then what? God will bless you for doing it. Your life will be a, a, a blessing. You will have that abundant life plus plus. Because now you're applying his word to your life. Amen. Woo, I want to keep going. <laughs> I want to keep going. Self-deception is a set of practices and attitudes that hinder a person from making a reliable assessment of their uh, situation. And as a consequence is unable to appropriately recognize their own agency, meaning recognize your own control over your actions and your consequences. We are made free moral agents, right? So he has given us both the will and to do and the ability to do of his good pleasure. Amen. So you're not left lacking unless you decide to just hear the word and not apply it to your life. Consequence. Why? Because of your own actions. Why? Because you have self-deceived yourself in knowing the truth, but deciding not to follow it. That's chaos. <laughs> That's craziness. Amen? To know the truth about something and then still continue therein. We can be in situations where Let's take a single person that's in a bad relationship. Uh, the person is telling you they don't want to get married. They're telling you by dating other people. They tell you by not answering your call. They tell you by uh, uh, dismissing you when you're having a conversation, right? But yet you're deceiving yourself. You know what you desire. You know what you want. Everybody wants a relationship that's as healthy and strong and loving. But relationships are hard work. And do you need two people when it comes to a relationship to work out an issue? But here you are on Lone Island. You have what you want in your mind right? But your partner or the person that you're in relationship with is not on the same page. So you start trying to uh, 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 control the situation. I, I can speak because I used to do it. I'm telling you. And at times I've done it in marriage and I got jacked up about it as well because we want what we want when we want it. but I was deceiving myself. There are two people in a relationship and both people have a part, part in it and both people have an input in that relationship, amen? So, so <laughs> something just came to my mind. Woo, Holy Ghost, all right. That's something when you get jacked up with <laughs> Holy Spirit, come on, just lift your hands for a minute. Holy Spirit, I don't know if it's for somebody else, but it came to my mind that you better stop putting your mouth on your spouses. You're deceiving yourself that you're going to be blessed. 
You're deceiving yourself that your prayers are going to be answered. Hallelujah. Watch it. Get it together. Woo. Wow. All right. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> Today, <laughs> when the Lord has you desi- has assignment for you, <laughs> warfare will come. Ambassador D has some warfare this morning. Right? But I had to push past it and not deceive myself that I could do it, that I'm called to this for such a time as this. And fear and anxiety began to rise up. And then above all of that, then here comes the anger. (laughs) Don't talk to me. I need silence. And if that wasn't working, then you want to have car issues coming down the pike immediately. Then if that doesn't work, then physically, stuff will begin to mess with you. But I'm no longer deceived. And the reason why I'm no longer deceived is because I can still press toward the mark of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. When you get to the point of being conscious of God and the God in you, when your mind begins to talk, that self-talk, those dialogues, those full sentences, full paragraphs. Matter of fact, you may have even a chapter going on in your head for real, for real. You have to know and be able to pull and stand on the word of God and know what he says about you. And not self-deceive yourself. Hear the word, listen to the word, and apply the word. And it doesn't stop there. Now you got to help somebody else. Now you got to share that word with someone else. You can't just sit on it. Yes, you're going to be working yourself out, but how many of us are still working stuff out and still got to minister? Still got to go to work. Still got to be married. Still got to have a friend. Still got to take care of parents. Still got to take care of children. We can't just stop and get off the train. Self-deception will cause you to get off the train. Self-deception will cause you to be paralyzed or Petrified, and meaning you will not be able to go anywhere because of the war and the battle within your mind. Hallelujah. But if you listen to the word of God and do what it says, you will not be fooling yourself. As you listen and obey, you will look in the mirror see what's off get on your knees in prayer pray for the Holy Spirit to reveal and cover you seek out those that are in your life that can help you cross over 
Apostle Bill was here and one Friday night and he kept saying crossover, crossover, crossover. And it was just like ringing in my ears and, and the picture that was in my hand was crossing over and taking my hand, reaching out to God and him allowing me to cross over out of my wrong thinking. That's what he's there for. He's there to help you cross over from your stinky thinking, from your deceptive thinking, into the marvelous light so that our mind can be like his, so that our ways can be like his. Now, this is Palm Sunday. Amen? Jesus was about to cross over. And he wanted some people to come with him in their mind to recognize what was about to happen. But even then, some of them didn't quite understand. And they had all the information that they needed to cross over. But he had to uh, make that, 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 that walk. He had to go throughout the week. And, and those that were, we learned in Bible study, those that were saying, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. And then five days later, crucify him. Deceptive people. They had the word with him. He told them plainly, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He told them plainly, uh, my time has not come yet and now is the hour. He told them plainly, I must, my life, I'm, I'm getting ready to die. I'm getting ready to leave here. They had information. But they decided to go with the crowd. They decided to follow what was going on in their head. Peter was one example, right? He knew who Jesus was. Amen? And he was, you always, like I said, you always have those people that are so bold and just talk and just jump up. Yes, I will, I will. But Jesus told him about himself. And he was in denial of that. Oh, no. No, but yeah, you won't deny me when the cock crows the third time. You're going to deny me. He was deceiving himself because of that pride that was in him. Oh, no, not me. I know too much. I know what's best for me. He couldn't, he, he, he basically looked at the mirror, which was the word, which was Jesus, and was able to learn all the whole time that he was here, amen, and see himself and begin to distract himself from all this wrong thinking. Get on the same page with Jesus, amen, but he didn't. How many want to stop deceiving yourself? Come on. How many know that you're going to need the Holy Spirit to do it? You're going to have to press. You're going to have to push. You're going to have to uh, uh, formulate in your mind and change your way of thinking. Your mindset's going to have to be changed about who you are. Your mindset's going to have to be changed about some people that are in your life. Your mindset's going to have to be changed about some places that you go. All of that coming together is going to help you have clear mind and clear understanding. Amen? Amen? Come on and bless the Lord. Come on and bless him.
Bless him, bless him, bless him. Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for a clear mind, clear thoughts, clear thinking. We praise you, Father God, for not allowing us to go down that road of destruction and deception, Father. Father, touch everyone's heart here in this building on today. Continue to fill us, Lord God, daily with your spirit, Father, so that we can be complete in you, God. In the matchless name of Jesus, we magnify you. Come on, we magnify you and glorify you with the fruit of our lips. In Jesus' matchless name, we pray. Amen. Come on and put your hands together as Apostle Howard mounts the Hey, church. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, so I guess we have good news, and it's kind of bittersweet. Um, we got an opportunity to uh, move out of the state. Um, Brittany got a job offer. Um, it's kind of an opportunity we thought we were going to get for a while. We were kind of looking for it. Um, and it came last year, and we weren't really ready to leave here. And... And it wasn't all the way, you know, right for us, right? So, um, but yeah, it came again this year, and, you know, when you look at everything, it just added up to just something that seemed like a real blessing and something we should, you know, basically take advantage of. And, um, you know, it saddens me to say we're leaving, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go at the same time. Um, I'm going to miss everybody here. I'm going to miss, you know, my boys, and um, yeah, and that's, that's pretty much it. It's just an opportunity for us to um, sort of set things in order for ourselves and, you know, become a better version of ourselves and, and, and you know, take on a new journey. Um, this will always be home to me. This I've been here for 12 years. You've been 13 for you. Um but yeah, it's it's kind of hard, but it's 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 exciting at the same time. Um, got anything you want to say? I'll try. I've been a crybaby all week. Um. <laughs> I just. 
I just, uh, for myself, I don't take the covering of this house for granted at all. And I say that to every member of this house, to not take the covering of this house for granted. The person that I was before I came here is so different in such a good way. I've been shaped and molded uh, by God through um, your, uh, the leadership of this house, my peers, even my interactions and the relationships that I've developed, you all changed me and impacted my life. And I'll never forget that. I love you all dearly. I trust that, and I know that if anything happens, I know that I can call on any people that I've developed relationships with here and you would pick up the phone and pray us through or talk to us or laugh with us or make jokes with us or whatever because this is truly our home and our family and I it's it's you left such an impression indelible I'll never be the same is all I'm gonna say I'll never ever be the same I don't throw anything away I can't throw anything away that we've received here and um, I'll take it with me. I, I see this as an opportunity to carry out, bring out what we, what has been instilled in us. And I just thank you, Apostle, so much for the standards that you've instilled in us. And I pray that you would trust us, that trust the God that you've prayed over us and into our life that we're in His hands. And I know it's, it's just a roller coaster of emotions and. I just, I love you all, and I, I'll never, I will be back. I mean, it's not, <laughs> this is not goodbye. This is, not give me goodbye. the mic. <laughs> this is, see you, see you later. We'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Love you guys. time. Bless God. We love them very much. They have been excellent members and sons and daughters. As with any relationship, there's growths and there's speed bumps to the growth, um, but they have always remained respectful, helpful. I don't think I've ever had to speak to them 12 years. Absolutely, about a correction of behavior or rebuke, just realigning and aligning some things up. They always ask questions. They never assume and just go off and do things on their own. They're very centered on a vision when they take part of it. I mean, it, you, you kind of wish that they were bad so you can kind of like say, I'm sorry, y'all got to go. Help them to the door, y'all. We're going to miss y'all so much. <laughs> but when you got good people, and they have to go on. It's hard. Where'd she go? She crying, ran. She hiding back there. But we love you. I'm I'm very mad. I am. I am. I gotta be honest. <laughs> I 
I was very happy the first three days, and then I got mad. <laughs> and I said, okay, Suzanne, you got to talk to the Holy Spirit. you got to be ministered to. And it's a very good thing, as JP said it perfectly, bitter and sweet. And God even began to give me some lessons and revelation on bitter and sweet. And um, I'm glad that I feel in my spirit that they're mature enough to go. And most of all, I'm happy that they're not leaving on bad terms. They have done nothing wrong. I can't even believe you can say that about anybody. They have done woo, nothing wrong. Exceptional members, exceptional sons and daughters. I mean, we had them at our house. I mean, Bernard would bring everybody to the house, but I have to be particular because people will be in your life and love you and then leave you and then you don't opened up people to them. You know, it's, it's a hard position that we are in as senior leaders. You know, Peyton gets comfortable with people and then they decide they want to leave and Peyton's trying to understand, well, I thought, I thought, you know, I have to protect my family. So when we made an agreement that they would come to our house, Bernard and I both talked about it. And when they opened up their doors and invited us with them, it was an agreement. So there's trust that's exchanged. I know a lot of people don't, don't get it because where you sit, you don't understand the high calling that I have to walk cautiously in. But they did nothing wrong. Sweet, blessed people. Yesterday, uh, someone had posted on Facebook about church hurt. And um, I had to laugh because... And thinking about it, people get hurt. Has anybody ever been hurt by anything in their life? Okay, probably hurt ourselves worse than anything has ever hurt us, right? Disappointed ourselves. And I started thinking, what we always do, we focus on our pain individually. But no one thinks about the leader that gets hurt over and over and over and over because we'd be so upset with the leader that all we know is my pain I left that church because I'm hurt they didn't do something I'm mad but do you know how many times a leader has to get hurt over and we preach about church here, but we need to talk about being a leader and how many people come into our bosom I mean we just about give everything and we don't know what else to give and they still just want to go do what they want to do and you don't understand the repercussions. But to have people that were good people, to leave on good terms, that is settled in my soul. So I will cover them, pray for them. We will protect them. We will be in, well, you're going just for y'all to tell, but we will be in that state whenever we have to be there. Me and Bernard came from the streets, so it ain't nothing for us to do drive-bys and roadblocks and any other kind of things we got to do. Amen, church? We love both the lambs equally, don't we? Come on, let's tell them. We love you, JP. We love you, Brittany. And it is hard. Absolutely. But I'm glad that if roads have to be crossed, they're crossed the way they did it. Amen? God bless you again. We love y'all. You got one more week with us?
or is this the last Easter Sunday? They'll be with us Easter Sunday. So if you want to write cards and gifts or have any words, we may not have too much time for words here, but write them down so that once they get to where they're going, they can open them and read them and reflect them like I do with all your cards. I'm like, I'm a mother for real. I open up cards a year or so later, um, which reminds me again, thank you all so much for the birthday celebration on last week. I know it can be too much sometimes when you got things going on in your life and Sometimes I remember when I was in the pew and I always felt like my birthday was a day apart from the first lady and they would just skip my birthday and celebrated her. And not that I ever felt equal to her, but when you didn't ever have anybody celebrating you, it hurts. So I thank y'all for always being willing to celebrate me. Amen. Amen. That's from my heart. I read every card, every letter, every text, every message. That t-shirt from Benji, I can't wait to wear it in the pulpit. I read it all, I love it. I had to leave out earlier last week, and I want to mention it because people were texting me, you left, you left. I had made plans, and the church didn't know that I had made plans for that day until after they arranged everything. But I made plans that day to be with my family because I sacrificed my family to build this church that God gave me to build. And I hear about it almost every day. So you got the church that just can cut up on you and leave and talk about you. And you got your family who talks about you for going to the church. And they're not, it's a, I'm telling you, don't take this unless you're called to it. Do not take this unless you're called to it. Because the pressure is unbearable. So I, after all these years, assume, and I believe I assume correctly, that the leadership that I have here can carry things so that I can spend a little more time with my family and my son and show him he's as important as anybody in the church. Amen. And my granddaughter as, is as important as any other little child that I talk about during the week or a hug. We have to do those things. And we're learning balance because a lot of us came out of religion where it was all of the church. If you didn't go to church, you didn't love God. And we've learned that we've lost marriages and we've lost family members and we lost respect and we lost our own identity and not knowing that everything is centered around Christ. When Christ is the center, everything falls into place perfectly. So I said all that just to explain to you why I left early, but it was beautiful. That dessert table was out of this world. And by me leaving early, some of the leaders got a chance to go eat what was prepared for me in my office. And I like giving back to my leaders, so... Thank y'all so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, let's continue to do this work. We're building something. And the one thing about when someone has to go, it's like a vending machine. When somebody puts money in that machine and something falls out, another thing has to move up in this place. So God is showing that there's promotion open, that there's position available, that we're building things and we're going places. So if there's ever been a time that you want to doubt, now was the time, what did you say, what the word was today? To get out of self-deception? Absolutely, because this is the time that God is calling you to a position in his church to build this church that the gates of hell will not prevail. Amen. I love you all. God bless you. If we could prepare our tithes and offering, we can go home today until 5 o'clock. Where you going to be? That's right. Ain't nobody yell out there on the corner. No, you're not. Where you going to be? We're going to Hamden, Connecticut at 5 o'clock. What's the name? Christ. I know Christ something. 
Christ's New Testament Church. And we're going to have a real good time. Pastor D tried to show off and step up in the message that I have for tonight. Um, but that shows that we're in the same prophetic vein and we're under the same God because he's given the message throughout the churches. So thank you for that great word, Pastor D. Are we all clear? All right, dear usher, we can start bringing people from the back. Amen. Do we have visitor cards? Who was exhorting today? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I saw you praying this morning. I said, sanctify her, Jesus. Come on up here with me. Sanctify her. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. Okay, I stand before you to collect the offering, but I first want to acknowledge our senior leader, Apostle Suzanne Howard. I'd like to acknowledge her husband. I'd like to acknowledge the leadership, the pastors, the lay pastors, the elders, the prophets, the ministers, ADTs, our online viewers, and everyone in their prospective places. Hallelujah. We have some visitors that I would also like to acknowledge. And forgive me if I mispronounce your name, but we have a friend of Dominique P. Her name is Nashira Hill. We welcome you. A friend of Miss Patty Wilson. Her name is Ada L. We have a friend of Carol W. Her name is Starlet Sutton. Hallelujah. We have guest of Thomasina, which will be Apostle Tommy and Paula A. And Micaiah A. Thank you for coming. And we also have a guest of Reverend Daniel Woodard. And his name is Mark R. We thank you for choosing to fellowship with us on today. Hallelujah. Okay, we can stand. I would like to stand, please, and do the declaration, please, before you walk off. I'd like to do the declaration, at least. In you, O oh Jesus, I take refuge. Let me never be ashamed. In your righteousness, deliver me from the power of sin and my creditors and my accusers. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me quickly from the clutches of death and the ways of the world. For you are my rock and my fortress. For your namesake, Jesus, you will lead me and guide me. You will pull me out of the net they have secretly laid for me. For you are my strength, my savior, my deliverer, my redeemer, and my God. I will speak boldly of your miracles and in your name. For you, Jesus, have heard my voice, forgiven my sins, set me free from death, stop the mouth of my accusers. Let the love of the saints pour forth in song and dance. For you have preserved the faithful, made strong the weak, given strength to the faint, and joy to all who love you. Thank you, Jesus, for the freedom from death. Thank you. At this time, I would like to give the parents of Prophet Thomasina, if you'd like to say something, give you the opportunity.
first of all, giving honor to God, to Apostle, to all the ministers, the pastor that spoke this morning, confirming what my husband just spoke last week. Praise God. I thank God for my daughter, Thomasina. Praise God. I thank God for all of you in a place that I've never been before. But there is an anointing here. There is an unusual anointing. And like the apostle said, it's not a religious set. You can tell when you go into a religious set because everybody got their own cliques and clubs. But it's time for us to come out of religion and come into Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank God for all of you, every staff member. You have been trained so very well. And we sense that as we came in the door, the unity of the staff, the training that you have done and Cena have shared with us. And we have called Amazon and picked up some of the books. <laughs> the eldership book and Paula Price books. Yes, I just thank God for all of you. Praise God in this, the family that's leaving. Praise God. Just kind of the privilege because a lot of times when you leave people church that are religious, they curse you. They don't tell you bless you and you can call on me. They, they curse you. And those evil words that they speak over your life, they curse you. You have to bind and destroy those words. But thank God for the woman of God that lets you stand before the people of God and be able to say, I'm leaving. Because most of them, if you ain't leaving where we came from, they don't speak to you no more. I don't care how much work you put in there, they ain't speaking to you no more because you're not with our clique. But I encourage you to stand with this leader, to pray with this leader. As the pastor said today, just don't hear the word because the word is no good like the Lord spoke to us unless you apply it. We're, we're good religiously for hearing it and saying, go ahead, go ahead. That word was good. You know that word was good. And Monday morning, there is no change. But the purpose of the word coming forth is that we may change and come up to a higher place in God. And I don't know about you. I love the word of God so much. And I, it's not hard for me. Over 50 years that we've served the Lord. And now I'm serving it with gladness. You know why? because it's something I want to do. If it's something that you don't want to do, it's hard. But loving God, and the more I find out how he loved me, I'm glad to be able to serve. I said I'm glad to be able to serve. Hallelujah. The true and living God. Oh, my God. Let me, get, let me, let me hush. But I thank God for you, and I thank God for my husband of over 50 years. Praise God. Thank God for our grandson, praise God, being with us today. Amen. We thank God for you today. We certainly give God all the praise and the glory. We thank him for the precious Holy Spirit of the living God who is our, our partner, our life made, and he's everything to us. He's, he's everything. I love the Holy Spirit. I love him so much. Amen. I thank God once again for the apostle. We thank God for you. We thank God for the anointing of God that's in this house. We thank God for the love that's been shown to us since we come in. I thank God for my daughter. Amen. Amen. 
Praise God. I was just sitting there thinking about today for some reason. I remember when she was a little baby and I was in prayer and the presence of God, I think the angel of God came into the bedroom and she was there in her crib and I would just say Jesus and she respond. Wherever I was, if I say Jesus, she would always look in that direction. Amen. And so all of her life, God has done great things through her life. Amen. We give God praise for her in a special way. Amen. 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 We, we, we have our Bible study and we go into prophecy and things like that on, on the telephone and God give her a revelation call and let us know what God is sharing with her. Just give God pressure. Pray for him for, for my wife and this is our youngest, one of the youngest grandsons. Amen. We thank God for him. Amen. And as I was listening to the brother, I want to be encouraged in the Lord as you move on. Amen. We've been to different places, lived in different cities, but it's just a blessing. And to hear what the apostles said when you was talking, I was thinking about, we stayed in the ministry for over 19 years. We grew up in that ministry and we got a new pastor. We left the ministry and we got a call. And the call was, you're never welcome to come back to this church again. Never. Amen. And, and uh, we just saw God do so much uh, in the ministry. Uh, if you don't mind me saying that we had a street ministry, hospital ministry, prison ministry, and God has blessed us so that uh, our ministry, uh, just by all the, the, the uh, prisons in the area, we kind of had that covered, hospital arrest homes, people being saved, going to people's homes, people getting saved, coming to Christ, seeing the miracle working power of God, and so many other things that God was doing, and we started, we um, were asked to do <laughs> uh, marriage counseling, and we did the marriage counseling, so many people were blessed <laughs> in the counseling. And we were told after that, no more. You don't have another experience to teach God's people. So they chose another couple been married about two years and put them in our place. Amen. But the Lord blessed us. And so the Lord has blessed us over the years. We wrote three books together. Amen. Oh, God, strengthen our hands for the first book. Marriage Beyond the Bed, after you say I do. Amen. Our last book just came out last year. Blossom Where You're Planted. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Lord, we're working on some more. More books that we're working on now. Amen. We just pray that you pray for us that God would just fill us. We want him to give us what he wants us to say. Amen. Not what we want, but what the Holy Spirit wants. That is our desire. Thank God for you today. Amen. God bless you. I just have to tell it on Thomasina a little bit. <laughs> we used to have family prayer, and Cena didn't like to pray a long time. So she said, can somebody else pray? Because Daddy prayed too long. <laughs> they wanted somebody, she wanted somebody else to pray shorter. But I listened to her on the 6 o'clock prayer now. <laughs> I said, oh, what a good generational transfer. <laughs> God bless you. Let me God continue to bless you all. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Beautiful stock you've come from, Thomasina. You're blessed. You're blessed. Amen. We love you. We thank you for extending Thomasina up this way. I just want to make sure that anybody who's trying to go, the door is closed after the lambs. Let me let y'all know the door is closed. 
Chloe, in locked? No, it's locked. Thomasina said to me, huh? Sit down. That's why you're sure, because you have to be closer to a chair. Sit. Thomasina said, one day I want to go home with my parents, and I want to help in the ministry. I'm like, not yet, Thomasina, please, not yet. Amen. But it's beautiful. Thank you all so much for how you raised her, because we're even reaping from that today. She's, she's obedient. It never gives me any disrespect, dishonor, quick to tell on herself, call a meeting real quick to tell on herself, and it definitely is over that 30-minute limit for prayer because now she'll even say, Apostle, we need to hold prayer in the church for three Fridays this month, and we formed it, and the church came by the call that God had put on her. So take a bow in yourselves. You've done an excellent job, and thank you for letting us, allowing us to reap from that. Amen. You want to say anything? You sure? Wipe your tears and cut it out. <laughs> Amen. Latanya, do you have a prophetic word for them for their travels? Is Minister Mike around? Is he still upstairs? Can somebody see if they can relieve him from class for a moment? We're going to um, bless the lambs next week with prophetic words for their travel. And I have something um, personally for them, but... Amen. We want to just make sure when people come through here that they receive a prophetic word. This is the apostolic house, right? Amen. 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 Who's the intercessors in here? Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen. They don't want to know why I'm, I'm asking. That's why Danielle went like the. Because the pastor about to do something. Amen. Oh, yes, that's right. I am about to do something. Come on up here. I forgot from your birthday party, remember? Her and Erica, Prophet Erica, where you at? Right, come on, let's move. Amen. And then we can be released from here. Hi. How are you, Misha's brother? Come on, y'all, it's Misha's brother with that beautiful smile and that beautiful baby. <laughs> Amen. Is she with you? Huh? That's the baby's mom. Good. I didn't want to make a couple out of nobody. Because, you know, you in a prophetic house. People are like, oh, God said we're supposed to be together. No, I was asking. <laughs> I was asking. Then we'll talk about it, sweetheart. Amen. She has a beautiful spirit. I got to really see her in the spirit up at the altar today. She has a beautiful spirit. We just got to work out some things. Just got to work out things. She got a little rebelliousness to her. We're going to open the door. and Yeah, just some, she said. Yeah, we're just going to type. There's a reason for it. But it's going to be a reason for it to go as well. Amen? Amen. We bless you and we love you. We got more to say. Oh, yeah. We got a whole paragraph to write on you. Just with us? Okay, you got it. Amen. Not a problem. Who's starting? Latanya? Amen. Amen. As I was just thinking, um, asking the Lord what to say to you, I heard insurmountable faith. And that God was about to open up doors um, just because of where you've been. And what you've gone through and I know God has already translated you into that place but there is a seed that has to come from you that will begin to blossom in people that you have not even met they're gonna be doors that are open that no man can shut what the enemy meant for evil God is turning it around for your good I hear even prayers that have gone unanswered over years upon years upon years that the enemy has tried to lock up in the heavens but we decree with the authority that is upon the inside of us that is open 
open now. When you begin to travel upon the highways, there's going to be more revelation that begins to flow unto you, to flow unto your wife, to flow unto your children and their children and their children and their children. Many businesses that are on the inside of you will even be seen through your children. Hallelujah. And the blessing of Abraham that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow is upon your life. In Jesus' name. I just want to agree with her. I was standing there and I kept hearing opportunity and open doors. And so I just agree with the Holy Spirit. I agree with my sister concerning you for open doors and opportunities. I just pray the wind of God blow afresh on you. Just a newness for you in the name of Jesus. Fresh anointing, fresh oil, fresh words and vocabulary to come to your tongue. Even for the next books that you write, that God would just give fresh revelation. And the wind of God would just breathe on you wherever you go. That the favor of God will rest upon you with man and with him in Jesus name praise the Lord so minister Brittany and um, JP I just hear God saying that this level that you're leaving from he's already saying well done so where you're going next no more procrastination no regrets he's giving you the clear door to walk through so just like my sisters I just pray just wealth over you health wise um, your new position, everything is already covered where you're going. Amen. I'm sorry. One more thing. I heard that as you travel through each state, oh, as you travel through each state, God is going to reveal to you where you're to go next. There is some other places that you have to definitely go and some people that you have to connect with. So the divine alignment that shall occur in this year and next year and even in the next, God will cause the angels of the Lord to escort you to your divine assignment. Amen. Amen. She said it's a confirmation for her prayers for her next assignment. Praise the Lord. Apostle, you're apostle? Oh, you're a pastor. Okay, all right. <laughs> but even when you walked up there, um, as I sat in front of you guys, I just kind of kept looking back at you guys in the corner of my eyes because there's such an anointing. Behind, behind me, there was such an anointing. Um, you guys walk very strong in God, and clearly we see it through Prophet Thomasine. I didn't even know the connection. Um, but as soon as we found out who you were, it's evident. You guys have done an amazing job with her. Um, God is not done with y'all either. Um, I just pray the glory of God over you guys. Wherever you guys step foot in, allow God's presence to meet the people first. And just continue to walk in what God is calling you to do. Mother, the Lord says it like this. He's releasing you to see further. He's opening up your eyes that you can see further, and it confirms what's going on here. As y'all move forward, you're going to see, you're going to establish. God's going to give you the ability to see ahead of time what moves and what connections to make, who we're supposed to rub elbows with, who we're not supposed to be dealing with. The Lord reminds me or told me to remind you to encourage you. You've got seed in the ground that you forgot about. You planted seed years ago in people's lives. You've, you've been speaking into people's lives. You've been teaching people. And God says your harvest is about to spin around. Your harvest is about to come back and find you. He even said perennial seeds. Every year is going to show up just to remind you that I am God. Just to remind you that I'm going to go to make your crooked places straight. He even says I go to... 
I go before you to prepare a place for you. There's a, a place that he's, God's going to put you both. And he says, even in this season now, I'm going to prepare that place for you. It's not going to be hard. You're going to have the faculty you need. The economy is going to surround you. You're going to have the staff that you need. You're going to have the intellect that's going to raise up to that level. And you're going to lead people. God, uh, the Spirit said while sitting over there, Titans. God's going to put you in a place to be Titans. That you're going to lead a harvest of a generation of people out of the wisdom that God puts in you. He reminded me about the scripture uh, Solomon prayed. And God said, Solomon, what is it that you want? And Solomon said, give me wisdom that I can judge righteously. And he said, because you ask for wisdom, I'm going to make you the most well-known. I'm going to make you the richest. I'm going to make you the most prominent king the world has ever known. And you're going to walk in my wisdom. Let it be for the Lord. Amen. Bless God. This might sound a little bit strange, but there's also a health issue that needs to be paid close concentration to. You're going to have to be intentional with your health. Um, I, I want to be led of God and make an instruction to you. In the morning, you are to start with a warm teacup of water with lemon. I hear God saying lemons for y'all, lots of lemon. Lemon cleans liver and kidneys. Warm water flushes it out. I always do it during a Daniel's fast. My skin radiates, my hair radiates, and I can tell when I've gotten away from it. But there's a cleansing naturally that needs to happen for you too. You are going to get busy. These words are seeds that are going to bring forth fruit, a harvest, an abundance of trees. But where the enemy could get in on you too is your health. Put your health as much as a priority as it is to minister to these locations that God is sending you to. Health. You hear me? I hear health. And pay attention to it. Sometimes say no to something. It's not a weight thing. It's things that agree and things that don't agree with your body. It's health. I just hear God pressing health, and he asked me and showed me a cup of tea, eight ounces of warm water, and the tea is lemon. Do not put tea in it. Squeeze the lemon in it, and you drink it before anything else because the enemy's not going to come in by health. He will not come in by health. My prayer for you two is that God would open up churches that are just starting or churches that are trying to reestablish that you two may be covering for these churches. For people whose, whose heart is pure for God, whose hands are clean for God, doesn't mean they didn't make mistakes, but people abandoned them as time has gone on because the church doesn't know how to love we just know the scriptures on love but I pray for covering I come across a lot of people who are looking for covering and they judge different things about us our age and you know my husband's not a bishop and they don't want it they 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 get all the juice they can from me as God explained it to me they get the apothecary they get the prescriptions from me but they don't want to buy the perfume amen I pray that even for me, as I'm led, I'm going to send people to y'all that you will help to cover and establish and reestablish these churches. Being in your ch church building is fine, but who was supposed to come to y'all hasn't made it there. And God said it is now time for y'all to come outside of the church and meet my people. He wants his people to have an encounter with people who really love God, who have a testimony on God, and who can help cover and start ministries. Y'all are not intimidated or afraid of other people's work in Christ. We are blessed that we're able to see it as a panoramic view. 
There's no, you manage that McDonald's and our own manage that McDonald's and we're in competition with one another. We understand it's the branding of Jesus Christ and we support what Jesus Christ is doing. My prayer, and I will even myself, send people your way who need coverings that you all can help establish and reestablish the house that Jesus Christ has wanted to build in this earth during this time. That is the word from the Lord for you too. Amen. God bless you. And for you, young man, God said to ask you, does it feel good to be loved? There's a desire in you for real love. You really want to be loved. I don't know anything about your parents or anything, but these two, it's funny they got you right in the middle too. That's probably so uncomfortable, right? <laughs> but the love that they have for you, it's going to be meaningful for you when you get older. More so when you get older, you will definitely appreciate it. I see a woman, I see a wife for you. And I see you being able to love her by the love that you've seen shared between them. Through conflict, through laughter, through growth, God is going to teach you how to love her now. So pay attention to the love. And I know you, 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 you really feel good about the love you're receiving, but you may not understand that it's on purpose and it's intentional by God. Are y'all raising him or he's just traveling with y'all here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it feel good to be loved? You're being loved, man. You're being loved. God bless you. I see a prophetic on you as well, but I definitely see more of a teacher. There's a teacher prophetic on you, like you're going to teach the prophetic before you even have an experience in the prophetic. That's how God's going to just show you he is who he is. So that means just trust him. It's going to unfold kind of silly, but God loves working with us silly people. Amen. It shuts the mouth of everybody else who thinks they got it. Amen. We love you. God bless you. Thank you all for visiting with us today. Amen. Go ahead. I just want to confirm because sometimes being prophetic, you get a little itchy, Lord, and the devil's so talking to you that you shouldn't have said that you know, no. Everything that was said today confirms, confirms what we've been praying about and what we've been going through. Thank you. So thank you. Amen. Thank you Amen. for allowing the prophetic Jesus. to take place. Right. So just rejoice in the Lord Amen. and continue to be used by God because Amen. if you hold that prophetic message in, you'll pay when you get back home. You Either, right. Not even when you get back home, when you get in the car. <laughs> but I want to let you all know that um, it's been confirmed and we receive every word of it. Amen. Amen. We forgot one of our little big prophets. Um, what, I, what came to me when you guys first came up to the front was I saw authority and humbleness. So while you guys are talking about the books that you wrote, I believe that there's also going to be a book for you to teach people how to deal with authority and not when authority to be hearty with it or haughty with it but you're going to be writing about authority and the humbleness that I saw on you just you're going to men are going to watch you and they're going to be able to move in it as you both work together it's going to be awesome amen I think that would be a good book to use for the establishing and reestablishing of new authority. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you. 
Lord, we thank you for your people. We thank you today that they came out to fellowship with us, that they chose this place. I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that as they leave this place, they will not leave your presence, that they have safe travels to their next destination. In Jesus' name I pray, you are dismissed. Don't forget about 5 o'clock tonight in Hamden. Amen. I just want to make a quick announcement about our Good Friday oh, yes. dinner and play that is taking place on the 15th at 7 p.m. You're cordially invited. Come one, come all. We're going to be having a hallelujah good time. It's totally anointed. We're selling tickets. Tickets are available today for adults. They're $35, and